straight talk for you. The employee is dead. And I'm sorry if you're an employee, but you need to hear this. Someone had to say it. If you accept yesterday's employment model, you're going to be left behind. So pay very close attention. Today, we're going to talk about the employee being dead and three specific things. Why the employee is dying. What it looks like to still keep your nine to five, even as this epidemic takes place. And then thirdly, what's a five-part framework for becoming what I call the uncaged pro? No more employees. Leave that behind. Trust me on this, okay? Now, before we get started, if Uncage Yourself is giving you value, I'd greatly appreciate if you hopped on over to Apple Podcasts and left an honest written review. It really helps. And if you're on Spotify, feel free to click the stars at the top and provide a review that way. That helps me a lot. Just trying to get the word out and help as many people as I can uncage themselves. All right, let's dive in. The employee is dead. I know that's provocative. That's part of my job. Let's dive in. Enjoy. Growing up, society taught you to follow the script by choosing a career path and climbing the ladder. But for many people, this promise falls flat. Work suffocates them and life becomes painful. Here, you're trapped in what I call the corporate cage. Fortunately, there's a way out. You can take control of your corporate job and unlock a life of freedom. I call this living uncaged. Hi, this is your host, Matt Doan. I'm a coach, creator, and entrepreneur. Uncaging people is my mission because it's been my exact life journey. This show provides you the stories, principles, and tactics to make it happen. Welcome to Uncage Yourself. All right, so I'm talking about the death of the employee. Now, obviously, no one's dying. I'm not getting that literal. And there are exceptions to the argument I'm going to make. And then lastly, just know that I'm talking to knowledge workers. I'm not talking to blue collar manual laborers. I'm talking to people that use their minds, whether they're consultants, marketers, software developers, using their minds as their principal tool for delivering value for a company, right? So we're on the same page. Now, yes, the employee is dying off, like I said. Now, specifically, the workers themselves aren't going away people like you, you're not going away. Just the old concept of the employee is going away. The whole notion of employer and employee, it's an outdated construct and it's rapidly changing. The shift is happening where the power used to be held by the employer, the gatekeeper, right? And now that's shifted greatly over to the employee. Before the old model said from employer to employee, Hey, come here, come work your ass off. We'll give you a great salary and a title, but you're ours now. That was the unwritten agreement. No one likes talking about it that way, but that's what many of us were signing up for. I know I faced that. You might too. But this whole employment relationship, it's an industrial era relic. It no longer fits the times. When you look at things like the great resignation, quiet quitting, mental health concerns, you look at the whole Gen Z value system and what they're prioritizing and what the lifestyle they want is. It just shows that there's massive shifts in the workplace and what people want out of work, what they'll tolerate out of work. People are building side hustles, going on sabbaticals, 
They're building their personal brands to create a future far beyond this company. Let's be clear. No one wants to work in a specific job in a specific company forever. At least most people don't. No one wants to sit there in a box and then trade it up for another box and in another box. We have dreams of a massively fulfilling career, which enables a big life. That's the proposition here. So like I said, the whole power shift is moving from employer to employee. And I hope you're sensing this too. The whole notion of employee is obsolete. It's dead. It's gone. We are moving on. You with me? So I'll say this. RIP employee. That word doesn't even make sense to me. I, I just can't even use it in, in it compute anymore. It's time we welcome a new term. I'll put it forward like this. Instead of the employee, we want the uncaged pro. Uncaged meaning you are no longer trapped in that cage just saying yes to everything that's being asked of you. You're not held captive. You are uncaged. And you're a pro because you're a professional that takes their career seriously. They own it. They are no longer an amateur just plugging in and doing whatever's asked of them. You're an uncaged pro. You are self-directed. You are self-reliant. No more employee working for an employer. You can be an uncaged pro while earning a good salary, while supporting a company, okay? You can be full-time employed, but this is much more on your own terms now. Hey, quick break. If you like what you're hearing on Uncage Yourself, I promise you're going to love my newsletter. It's called Uncaged Secrets. You can check it out at uncagedsecrets.com. It's packed weekly. We've got a single email. It's hard hitting. We talk about one secret that's going to unlock your mind, give you actionable tips on how to be an uncaged person in this rapidly changing world of work so that you are self-reliant, self-directed, and you are living the life you are meant to, to support the lifestyle you crave. You get lessons on professional and personal freedom. Check it out over at uncagedsecrets.com. I promise you won't regret it. Secondly, let's talk about how to do this right and how you keep your job and still be this very authentic, self-reliant, uncaged pro. I spent 15 years in management consulting. My first 10 years, I just did whatever was asked of me. I plugged in and, you know, my family and my health took a hit as I took just one more call and one more call and then another and another. And, well, my marriage fell apart, lost access to my kids and my mental health went to crap. So I had to pick myself back up. I had to say enough to all this. I couldn't just leave the corporate world. It had so much value for me. It was providing the means to support a large family that I was responsible for. But I knew I needed to create time freedom. I needed to own my relationship with it. I needed to own it so that it did not own me. I needed to do things like operate in my zone of genius to craft my role in a way that felt good. And I was efficient. Instead of giving 11-hour days, how do I get it down to like five or six hours so that I could prioritize being a good husband and father and a healthy person and live the dreams I wanted outside of the job? That was the point. So I had to ask myself these questions. How could I create freedom while keeping my corporate job? And I know this contradicts the typical wisdom, which says either climb the ladder or escape the nine to five. Those are two polar opposites. And I challenged myself to find a middle ground, a place where I could have the stability of the nine to five in the prosperity of entrepreneurship. That's what I was aiming for. So I started conducting all sorts of experiments at work where I would 
make sure that I didn't go above my point of diminishing returns. I didn't go above and beyond if it wasn't necessary. I established rules of engagement for myself at work so that I tolerated certain things and I didn't tolerate other things. I knew what I was going to do. I had a social contract with myself so my boundaries weren't violated, these sorts of things. I also knew that on the side, I needed to build something that was going to create a future for me that I was excited by. For me, I needed to pursue entrepreneurship. I think most people do, at least high performers like us. We need to figure out what we're capable of. And a job keeps you in a box and doesn't let you unleash all your gifts. So long and short of it is I conducted a lot of experiments. I was able to reclaim a lot of time and energy from the job while still succeeding, while getting promoted, while keeping a good reputation. And I saw what was possible. I challenged conventional systems. I stopped being the employee working for the employer. I, I guess looking back, I, I was the uncaged pro. I'm using that label now. I didn't use that label then, but I was uncaged. I was working to reach my highest self. And I'm always doing that. I'm never going to be there. And that's cool. But I learned to take the red pill. I think Morpheus would be proud of me. I saw through all the limitations and assumptions I had at work. And I saw a new potential for myself on how to show up at work on my terms. Now, I want to give you in this last part of our episode today is a five-part framework on how to become the uncaged pro. How do you dispense with the old notion of being the employee and then become uncaged? So here's what I got for you. Five things. First and foremost, believe that your nine to five, your corporate gig can just be a utility. It doesn't have to provide purpose or meaning. You can let it just provide value in your life and you can find purpose and meaning elsewhere. Keep that in the back of your mind as we go through these things. So five items. Number one, validate that you're in a healthy workplace. Some places are unworkable. Some places are so toxic that you need to get out of there. I'd like to think that most workplaces are workable, but you need to make sure you have a healthy baseline, that you look around and you don't see see massive signs of toxic culture. And you have to look at your local culture, the people around you, your local teams, because all culture is local culture. If it's workable, great, let's get moving. If it's not, you might have to switch teams. You might have to switch companies. But look for signs that it is workable and that you can do good things and grow within that company. So number one, validate you're in a healthy workplace. Number two is clarify the life you actually want. And I always tell my coaching clients, create an exciting picture of your future self. How do you spend your time? Who are you hanging around? What's your financial situation? What does work mean to you? These sorts of things. How do you get clarity around that? Continually reflect on this, write about it sharpen it daily. You need this vision embedded into your subconscious. You need to want it so badly that you're always making tiny decisions that add up to that life. So if you keep writing about it and talking about it and making it more clear and clear, your subconscious mind is just going to start living in alignment with it. You're going to say no to all the bullshit that was holding you back and say yes to the very few things that are going to create the life you do want. So that's number two, clarify the life you want, because you can't get your career right unless you understand the life you want to live, because career supports life, not the other way around. Thirdly, determine what work means to you. 
My friend Paul Millard, who was on this podcast earlier, always asks, what is work? Some people would say attending meetings, submitting deliverables, doing creative output. But you've got to think beyond the salaried employment mindset. You have to ask yourself, what's the work worth doing? That work might look like being a good parent, spouse, writing a book, creating a business, being a nonprofit leader. It can be lots of different things, but you have to ask yourself, what's the work worth doing? And then separate that in your mind from the job. The job and then the work can be two separate things. Your work should be something that drives you and energizes you. Your job can be something on its own. So start to pick these things apart. Understand what work means to you. That's number three. Number four is shape your corporate role. Now, hardly anyone takes this seriously. You've got this really great opportunity to shape your experience, make your role be to your liking. Focus on outcomes, not hours. Focus on the core things you can do well that provide immense value to your organization, which in turn you love doing too. Start to streamline your efforts within the nine to five. Keep freeing up time and energy for what excites you. By shaping your corporate role, you have flexibility. You have energy to do the right things at work. And just think about executives that you see, VPs, partners, managing directors, whoever they are in your industry. You know they shape their role. They actually negotiate their role so that it's tuned to their liking. There's no reason you can't do the same. You just have to be proactive about it. Hardly anyone at the early to mid-career stages even tries this. But if you do it, work with the leadership around you, you'll see what's possible. I did it. It worked beautifully. My clients are doing it. But you have to get aggressive. You have to get purposeful and proactive in making sure that your role is tuned to your gifts. And then in turn, you're more efficient and you're spending less time and energy on the job and you reclaim that time and energy for the life you want to live. That's number four, shape your corporate role. And number five is build a personal brand and start your side hustle. Now, you already have a personal brand, whether you like it or not. Your personal brand is just the digitized version of your reputation. People are going to look you up. You know that, right? You have a personal brand. You have a reputation. You might as well get proactive in shaping it. Now, the trick here is to think beyond the nine to five. Don't give everything just to the corporate job. You have to put irons in the fire for your future self. And that's what a personal brand does. By putting content into this world, shaping your identity, social media profiles, maybe it's a personal website, by shaping your reputation professionally out there on the online world, you're giving yourself more chances for better relationships, better opportunities, more income, more freedom. But if you stay tiny and hold up within the corporate world, it's not going to take you very far. So <laughs> certainly you want to shape your reputation within your company, but more importantly, spend most energy shaping your external personal brand to lay the groundwork for what you could have in the future. Create life options for yourself. That's the point. And then secondly, I'm a deep believer in entrepreneurship and doing this on the side safely in a well-managed way. In addition to your nine to five, you've got gifts. My people that are listening to me right now on this podcast, you have gifts that are being locked up inside of you and only a fraction of those gifts are being unleashed on the world. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't care what discipline you're in, what industry, what company. You're living a small life given your current job. 
That shouldn't be. That's a shame. It's a shame for the world and it's a shame for you because you can't maximize your gifts just working for a company. So work on building a side hustle. Flex new muscles. You can actually see what you're capable of when you build your own thing. Happy to dive in deeper on that and I'll link to other past shows we have on actually creating a side hustle. But you've got to go beyond just what you're doing today and see what you're capable of and lay the life options for your future. That's the point. Crush your nine to five. Yes, do it efficiently and then maximize yourself building your personal brand and your side hustle out in the world. You never know where this will take you. Okay. In summary, those are the five things, right? We talked about the framework of validating you're in a healthy workplace, clarifying the life that you actually want, determining what work means to you, shaping your corporate role so that it fits your liking. And lastly, building a personal brand and a side hustle that creates life options for the future. This is what the Uncaged Pro does, okay? Working for companies, working for great companies is still very much alive. It's the notion of the employee that's dead. The employee is dead, but working for great companies is alive. Embed that into your mind right now. Take advantage of the shifts in this world. Disconnect from that whole old world industrial era concept of what employment was and pleasing gatekeepers. It's time for you to become the uncaged pro. Take this to heart. I hope this helps. We'll chat soon. Hey, Matt here. Thanks for listening to Uncage Yourself. For show notes and more content like this, head over to uncageyourself.fm. And if you liked what you heard, I'd appreciate you leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Until next time, be well, my friend.